welcome the programmer to continue in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, indeed, indeed. How great is our God. Thank you so much. Praise and worship team, thank you so much for such a powerful moment that we just had. And now we're just going to go ahead and bow our heads. Whatever you are, just bow your head and just lift his name on high. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you, God. We thank giving in our hearts. We want to say thank you for giving us this opportunity, oh Lord, to gather, oh God, all over, oh Lord. My Lord, my Savior, we just want you to know that we don't take it for granted, my, my Jehovah. Now we lift the man of God who's going to preach your word, oh God, as we wait to hear your Rema word. My Lord and my Savior, we pray that the word will speak to each and every person in this place. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we call upon your name. And we give you all the glory and honor, God. Thank you for the praise that has gone to you, oh God. And thank you for each and everything that we're going that is going to take place in this place at this moment. We welcome you, Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. And amen. Larry, are you there? Amen. Yes, I'm here. Before we hear the word of God, uh, go ahead and um, I hear you had something to to. Yes, the, the video, yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, Larry. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Feel at the feet of Jesus. Okay, let me know if you guys can hear it. Yes. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Hey guys, it's me again, Douglas, and uh, today I wanted to talk to you about the ninth commandment, the second to the last of the Ten Commandments, which says you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor, which is basically just saying that we should not lie. We should tell the truth. And sometimes we call telling the truth honesty. Yeah, and honesty is really, really important to God. God is always true. God never, ever lies. And we should be like God. We should be honest and true. Because, man, lying can get you into all kinds of bad situations. Always better to tell the truth. You know, I, I don't usually have a hard time telling the truth. I'm usually a pretty truthful person unless I'm, like, going to get in trouble or something like that. Then it's hard for me to tell the truth. But, man, my little brother Stephen, he will just lie about anything. Like if you ask him how old he is, he's probably not going to tell you the right age. Or if you ask him what he did yesterday, he'll probably just make up some kind of story. I, I don't know why he lies so much, but he lies all the time and he's always getting in trouble for it. But I'm, I'm definitely not perfect. You know, I, I have lied and, and I do lie. Everybody's lied at least once except for Jesus because Jesus was perfect. But there was this one time, I don't even know why I was doing it, but there was this little corner of the wallpaper in the hallway that was kind of peeled up just a little bit, just like a teeny tiny little tear on it. And sometimes when I'd walk by it, I'd go, whip, and I'd tear just a little bit more of it. And I would just keep doing that, and I'd tear a little piece off, and I'd tear a little piece off, and I'd tear a little piece off, until there was this big, big spot missing in the wallpaper. And, uh, well, my mom noticed it, and she, she pulled me and Stephen downstairs, and she said, has one of you boys been peeling on the wallpaper up in the hallway? And she looked at me, and I was like, nope, wasn't me. And she looked over at Stephen, and he said, no, I didn't do that. 
And, uh, well, my mom thought that Stephen was lying when I was actually the one who was lying. And so Stephen got in trouble. He didn't get any dessert that night at dinner. And I, I felt really bad, you know, because I, I, I wasn't necessarily wanting Stephen to get in trouble. I just didn't want to get in trouble myself. So I went to Stephen that night and I said, Stephen, I'm so sorry you got in trouble. I was the one who peeled the wallpaper. And he said, I knew it was you. And so Stephen ran over to my mom and dad's room and, and he said, Mom, Mom, Douglas just told me that he was the one who ripped the wallpaper. And my mom said, that is very mean, trying to get your brother Douglas in trouble like that. And so she grounded him from dessert for two days after that. And I, I, she thought he was lying about that, but he wasn't. I did tell him that, but, but she thought he was lying. And I felt so bad, but I, it just kept getting worse and worse. You know, I couldn't go tell him now because, well, now it, it, the, the lie was just too big. You know, like he, he had gotten in so much trouble. I, I couldn't even imagine how much trouble I was going to get in. But I finally decided that I, I needed to go tell my parents because Stephen kept getting in trouble for something that I had done. And so I went and I told my parents and, and they were very upset with me. You know, they, they were glad that I told the truth, but I got, I got in a lot of trouble. No dessert for me for a whole week. And so after I told the truth, Stephen went up to my parents and he said, okay, well, I feel like I should get more dessert tonight and tomorrow because I didn't get dessert today or yesterday and I didn't do it. And they said, well, Stephen, the reason we thought it was you is because you're not very trustworthy. It's hard for us to believe you when you lie often. So we're sorry that we blamed you, but you should be more truthful. And man, that was like a double whammy of lessons learned for me anyways, because, well, I learned that I need to be truthful because lying can hurt people. Yeah, really badly. And I didn't intend to hurt my brother by lying, but he, he got hurt by me lying because my parents thought that he was the one that was lying. And so he got in trouble for something I did. And really, if you think about it, if I say I didn't whip the wallpaper, I'm pretty much saying Stephen whipped the wallpaper. So I wasn't trying to get him in trouble, but deep down I wasn't trying to not get him in trouble, if you know what I mean. But the other lesson is that we need to be truthful, not just because, because lies can hurt people, but we need to be truthful because we want people to believe us. Yeah. And especially as Christians, we need to be truthful because we have the most important truth to share with the world ever, and that is the love of God. If you go around lying all the time, and then you say, yeah, I believe in God. God is real. Do you think they're going to believe you? No. Even if it's true. If you lie all the time, but you say the truth about one thing, they're not going to believe that one thing. And so my challenge to you guys today is that we would be honest, that we would tell the truth, and we would not lie. Because lying can hurt other people. It can hurt ourselves. It can hurt our credibility, you know, like our, our ability for other people to trust us and believe us. Being honest is so important. So I hope that you will join me in working hard to tell the truth. Hey guys, I hope you liked this video, and I am not lying when That's the end of the video. Amen, amen, amen. That was a powerful, powerful, powerful word. Thank you so much uh, for sending that word, uh, that word that really helped us. And it really actually opened our eyes that some, don't just say have truth, we ought to always tell the truth. Why do we need to tell the truth? So that people can believe us. In that situation, 
his brother was blamed because of one thing. He never said that. Amen. Well, today I want to talk something that is very important. And uh, I have captured my message that goes hand in hand with the video, overcoming falsehood with truth. How do we overcome the falsehood around us with truth? That is something that each and every one of us will have to think through it and decide. Because I will tell you right now, you have to make that decision. It's not easy, but it's possible. It's not easy in its own, but it's possible. Now, the learning objective for today is, in this lesson, I hope we all shall learn why God's truth is so important to the believer or to the Christian life. So my outline for today is we live in an age where one person's truth is given as much respect as another. Think of that. We are accused of being intolerant if we don't allow people to define truth however they weren't. But Satan is the father of lies, according to scripture, and God's truth is our best defense against him. Hopefully the time will allow us, there are three objectives that we want us to make sure we learn today. And number one is we overcome falsehood by seeking the truth. We overcome falsehood by speaking the truth and we overcome falsehood by living the truth. I'll repeat again. We overcome falsehood by seeking the truth. We overcome falsehood by speaking the truth. And the third one, we overcome falsehood by living the truth. So listen to this, Randy Alcon reminders that, that we can discover truth, but cannot create truth. What's true is true, and what's not is not all of us, all the time. I'll repeat, Randy said something that's very important, that we can all discover the truth, but not create it. We cannot create the truth. What's true is true, and what's not is not for all of us, all the time. Our culture views truth, listen to this, as something inside us, subject to revision according to our growth and enlightenment. But the scripture views truth as something outside us, which can, which can believe or not, but can never sway. According to the Bible, truth begins and ends with God. In the beginning, God, hallelujah. So regardless of how we think about him, that is God, or what he has, he has said to us in his word. I'll repeat that point, it's very important. According to the Bible, 
Truth begins and ends with God, regardless of how we think about him or what he has said to us in his word. So the first person to read the scripture for us is Marianne. Please read Deuteronomy 32 and verse 4. Marianne, are you there? Okay, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. He is the rock. His works are perfect, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, and upright and just as he. Amen. So in that verse, the, uh, the Torah 32 verse 4 says, thank you so much, Marianne that God is a God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. That is to say, all truth starts with God. He is the initiator of truth. Remember in the previous statement I was making, I said, we can discover the truth, but we cannot create it. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. So the second person to read to us is Solomon. Please read Psalms 31 and verse 5. Okay. Amazing. Be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. That's Psalms 31, verse 5? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay. That, okay, Psalms 31 calls God the God of truth. Okay. Let's go to Isaiah 65 and 16. Deborah, please read Isaiah 65 and verse 16. Whoever invokes a blessing in the land will do so by the God of truth. He who, he who takes an oath in the land will swear by the God of truth. For the past troubles will be forgotten and hidden from my, from my eyes. Thank you so much. Isaiah uses the same phrase to describe God as the God of truth. So that is to say, if truth starts with God, then where does lie start with? In a moment, we'll find out as we continue. So remember, the truth begins and ends with God. So we can discover the truth, but we cannot create the truth. Now listen to what the Bible says in John 1.14. Leon, please read for us John 1.14. The emphasis will be in the last verse. Keep going. Verse John, 1. 1.14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full 
of grace and truth. Amen. Now, thank you so much, Leanne. Here we are seeing Jesus, who is the second in Trinity. He came with grace and truth. It started by saying, in the beginning, God created. That initiate everything that is truth. In the beginning, tells us that God is the initiator of all truth. And we have read a couple of scripture, Isaiah 65, verse 16, that call God that he is the God of truth. In verse 14, we, John tells us that Jesus was full of grace and truth. That means grace came with Jesus and also the truth included. So ladies and gentlemen, God require each and every one of us to speak with grace, just like Jesus, and also with truth. The good part of telling the truth is, listen to, uh, to me, uh, everyone, the good part of telling the truth, you don't have to remember. Because if you tell a lie, you need another lie to support what you have said. And you'll always look at the back. Hopefully nobody knows the truth. And if you are asked again by someone, you'll need another lie to support the previous lies that you said. But if you tell the truth, you can sleep at night. You don't have to worry. So God requires us. He says in John 1, 12, as many as receive God, that is Jesus Christ, he gave them the power to be called children of God. So within you, there is the ability, that is from the Holy Spirit, to manufacture the truth. You can say the truth. You can stand on the ground if you allow the Holy Spirit to teach you how to say the truth. And you don't get the truth outside the word of God. You get the truth inside by constantly reading the word of God. David posed and asked a question, how can a young man keep his way pure? And then he says, it's by taking heed to the word of God. And David himself, he said, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against God. Lying is one of the way that you sin against God. So God requires each and every one of us, regardless of your age, to tell the truth. Now, let's hear what the Bible says in John 1, 17. Nyambura, Please tell us what the Bible says in John 1, 17. Okay. For the laws was given through Moses, and the truth came through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Here, the Bible says that grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. That is to say, Anything outside the grace and truth, you know it did not come from Christ. There was a different source that bring, uh, brought it. So it's important, ladies and gentlemen, to realize 
that grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I like because that is what it described Jesus. God the Father is the Father of truth. We know even the Holy Spirit. The Bible says when Jesus was living, he said, I will send you a helper and he shall speak of nothing but the truth. He will show you all truth. So God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit are busy to show us all the truth. Yes, even in the midst of the world that we live now, they don't want to hear truth. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you can speak grace and truth naturally. It can become your second language. Hallelujah to Jesus. And Jesus did not just stop there. He continues. Let's hear John 14, 6. Graylon, please tell us what Jesus said in John 14, 6. John 14, 6. Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Pastor, you are on mute. Okay, thank you. Thank you, appreciate it. Amen, thank you so much. Here, we learned something important about Jesus. Jesus, is not, he did not just come with grace and truth, but in verse 14, of John chapter 14, verse six, he openly declared that I am Jesus, the way, the truth and the life. That is to say, the truth is a person. The way is a person and the life is a person. So today we are going to see the person of Jesus who is the truth. So remember, John 1.17 says that grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And in John 14, 6, Jesus called himself the way, the truth, and the life. Why are we emphasizing on this? Because Jesus said that you shall know the truth, and the truth shall not probably, not maybe, but the truth shall set you free. Do you want freedom? You got to learn to speak the truth. Do you want long life? You got to learn to speak the truth. Do you want to be a friend of God? You got to learn to speak the truth. The language that God the Father God the Son and the Holy Spirit understand is the truth, nothing but the truth. When you learn to speak the truth, 
You live long. You build your credibility. That's how the proverb says, a good name is better than money. We know, we, have, we know so many people who have money, but they are not truthful. So nobody pays attention to them. But if you have a good name, a repetition, build on truth. Everywhere you go, people will respect you. Why? Because God will be opening doors for you so that you may continue to propagate the truth that he desires that everyone should know. Hallelujah to Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, Jesus, when he was praying for his disciples, he mentioned something important. Benjamin, please take us to John 17 and verse 17, please. John 17, 17, it says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. Hallelujah. <laughs> now here we see Jesus praying. He said, sanctify them. That was the first prayer that he said. He said, sanctify them with thy word. For thy word is truth. That is to say, the word of God will stand every lie. When you are sanctified by the word of God, when you search the word of God, God delights. No wonder David said, how can a young man keep his way pure? And then he said, by taking heed to the word of God. And then he said, not just that. He said, thy word have I hidden in my heart. You got to hide that word in your heart that you may not sin against God. Ladies and gentlemen, teenagers and youth and children, God wants us to be people that speak the truth at all times. When you speak the truth, God will defend you. God is attracted to people who speak the truth at all times. That's why Jesus praying to his disciples. He would have prayed so many things, but the two things that was more important to him when he was finalizing his prayer before he ascended to heaven, he said what? Sanctify them with your word, O Lord, for your word is truth. And as if that is not enough, Paul said, mentioned something that is so important to the Ephesians. Chapter 6, verse 14. Anna, please tell us what Paul said. Stand firm, then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the blessed breastplate of righteousness in place. Amen. Amen. Thank you. The first thing that Paul tells the Ephesians, you need to buckle yourself. Use the belt of truth. Why the truth? Because the truth carries all the other weapons. When you have the truth within you, righteousness, the word of God, the sword of the spirit, all these things will follow. That is to say the truth is the belt that carries it. It's just like the way when you use the belt, it holds your pants, it holds everything around your waist. So God, what he's trying to tell us is this way. 
have the truth in you at all time. Everything else will hang on it. Hallelujah to Jesus. So God requires every one of us to have the truth. Remember, Jesus praying to the believers, he said, sanctify them with thy word, for thy word is truth. You see, many times in life, people have their own versions of truth. For instance, how a car happened or how a disagreement or uh, developed or how a company's product was not good. There is, in fact, one truth about each of these situations. But we as human beings outside God, we always make mistakes. That's why God expects us to learn his eternal truth. When it comes to eternal matters of the heart, spiritual integrity, we have a source that is called truth. We have God who has revealed himself to us in his word. So our challenge is to interpret it correctly. And there can be disagreement about the source of truth or what the ultimate standard of truth is. People can say whatever they is, but when you interpret correctly, regardless of what people say about the source of truth or what the ultimate standard of truth is, God will always back you up. Now, listen to this. Sadly, there is an ideology that is called tolerance that has become a major destroyer of the truth in our modern cultures. Now, listen to this. We are to be tolerant of others' truths. That's what they say. They argue there is no such thing as the truth. Tolerance excuses people from, from seeking the truth because no one truth is better than another. That is what they say. However, when you believe the Bible is the standard for truth, they are, they are intolerant. They are always intolerant with you. It's fine to be tolerant of other people, but that does not change the definition or source of the truth. We don't get to define or create our own God. God is who he is and is not going to change because he's the source of all truth. You may not like what, you may not like who he is, but saying so doesn't change him. He is still the truth God, creator of heaven and earth. We are called to confirm our lives to God, not to conform God to our lives. That's why Paul was writing, was very wise. He said in that Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14, God, you are knowing. We, you truth, hallelujah to Jesus. Now, the last scripture, which is very important, I want to, that's why we left, we kept it for last for a reason. Laura, tell us what the Bible says in John 8, 44. <laughs> you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding the truth, for there is no truth in him. 
Hold on, Jesus, he's the way. What is it that's challenging you? Are you stuck between the truth and the lie? Hold on to Jesus is the truth. Do you want to know what life is? Life is a person. It's all in Christ. So in closing, I want to submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, in order for us to be people of truth, we have to embrace Christ. Without Christ, you can't speak the truth. It's hard. You'll be speaking today one thing, tomorrow another. We have seen people who have tried over and over. Religion cannot help you to speak the truth. It's only Christ. So if you have not received Christ in your heart, or probably you received and then you backslid it, maybe yesterday night, you said enough is enough. It's over. I'm going back. Today you have an opportunity to receive him again. So you can pray with me. Dear Lord, I come to you today. I receive Christ who is the truth in my life. And from today, I purpose to speak nothing and to stand for nothing except the truth. Thank you for listening and hearing my prayer in Jesus' precious name. And we all say, amen. Remember in closing, I said something very important. I want to give you these three things. Remember these three things. We overcome falsehood by seeking the truth. We overcome falsehood by speaking the truth. And we overcome falsehood by living the truth. God bless you. Over to you, Larry. Let's go to the Kahoot now. Amen. Okay, thank you. The Kahoot is almost ready. Um, just give me one minute, please. Amen. If you have someone that needs prayer or you have a need, you can, or a prayer, you can just text us and let us know what's going on. Amen. We can pray with you. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, I, I'm ready if, if, if everybody else is ready. Five minutes, please, or three minutes. Okay. Yes, three minutes, and then you get into it. Thank you so much, Larry. You're welcome.
Okay. You can go ahead. All right. So let me share my screen. Thank you for the work, Pastor. Okay, I got it. Um, I shared my screen. The code is 4617897. Waiting for players. Yep. Let's see how many players we can get today. You can join through Kahoot.it or with the Kahoot app. We got Benjamin, Dylan, Team Laura. Three people. Let's try to get like another three, even four maybe. Let me know if you guys are having any troubles going in. Okay, we got Anna and Leanne. One more. Okay, we got Brianna. Okay, we'll wait for one more person if it's possible. Okay, Nyambura. Oh, okay, Okero fam. A lot of people today. You guys are gonna love these questions. Somebody disconnected. Okay. Wait one more minute, couple seconds. Again, if you're having any trouble, just let me know. But we're gonna go ahead and get started. You can still join in the middle of the game, just join in through the through the game pin, which will be I'm pretty sure on the upper left. Alright, we're gonna go ahead and get started. Okay, for the first question of the day, we got, what does truth start with? Does it start with God? Does it start with your parents? Does it start with yourself or your peers or your friends, whichever Very the same. Oh, okay, six people got it correct. One person got it wrong. Let's see, Benjamin first. And the rest follow. Truth begins and ends with your choices. True or false? Make sure you read carefully. Truth begins and ends with your choices. Oh, looks like some people are not listening. Yep, one person got it correct. Truth begins and ends with God. Okay, the Carol fam went all the way up to first place. Question number three. When you blink, it will not end unless you tell the blink. Fill in according to the answer choices. Is it when you truth, it will not end until you tell the Pope? Is it when you lie, it will not end unless you tell the situation? All right, everybody got that correct. 
Okay, Dylan moved to third place. Question number four. Anything outside of grace and truth doesn't come from Jesus. Make sure you listen to the question. I mean, read the question carefully. Whatever doesn't come from Jesus. Oh. Oh, no, no, that's that's my fault. That's my fault. I'll make sure to fix it, but that is my fault. It's actually false. For, so for those who chose false, good job. Okay, question number five. Who brought lies in this world? Is it the world? Is it the devil? Is it our sins or nobody? Good job, everybody. It was the devil. Okay, and everybody held their places. Uh, question number six. Once you start living the life of truth, God will not open doors for you. You were there not. Okay, good to see everybody got that correct. Uh, three prayers just said an answer straight before. Nyambura went up to fifth place, and Dylan is holding the lead. Question number seven. I am the blank truth and the blank. No one comes to the Father except through me. And this is according to John 14, 6. Make sure you read it carefully. The pastor said it a couple of times. And you might even know it from outside. Truth. Whoa. So it was, I am the way, truth, and the life. You had to make sure you listen. So not the way, truth, and the truth. And wow. Okay, one person got it wrecked, which was the O'Carroll fam. Uh, all right. For question number eight. God's truth has changed since the time of Paul. True or false? God's... Okay, everybody got that correct. All right, Nyambura and Team Laura has went up, and Okero has the highest answer streak of four. Question number nine. How do we overcome falsehood? This was one of the ways he told us. Is it by lying, by being lazy, by meditating, or by living in truth? Again, this is one of the ways he told us how. Verse three. Okay, good job, everybody got that correct. And now for the last <clears throat> question. And Okero has, the Okero family has the highest answer streak of five. And for question number 10, the date that whoa the devil's native language only speaks lies. Keyword there only. Oh, okay. Six people got it correct. One person got it wrong. Now let's go ahead and see the podium. For third place, and let's clap for them. We have with seven out of ten, we got Dylan. And for second place, we got Anna again. And for first place, with only one question wrong, we have the Carroll family. Good job, And the runners-up is Team Laura, I believe, and Young Good, Good job. Good job, Okero. We appreciate that. Thank you for the run-up. Ian and, of course, Gillen, keep up the good work. 
Yes. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. Now, shall we all share together goodness and mercy and surely goodness, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the, the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may Lord cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And always remember, Jesus is Lord over your life. Amen. Have a wonderful and productive week. Good job for the winners. Awesome. God bless you. We love you and we value you all. Amen. Have a good week, everybody. Good job. Good job, Larry. We appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, God bless you. Have a good one. Thursday and Friday. <laughs> yes. Yes, we'll be there. Yes. See you. <laughs> God bless you all.